Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're invited to take your seat. Take a seat. At the Warriors Roundtable. Left side, it's a three. In and out, rebound, out to Curry. Let's it fly. Three ball, left corner pocket. Welcome to the table. On the exclusive home of your Golden State Warriors. 95-7 the game. Curry fires away. Three ball, above the break. Here's Kevin Dana. Right and Gary St. Hello, hello, what up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to Warriors Roundtable here on 95.7 The Game, taking your calls all hour long. The number, 888-957-9570. Again, that number is 888-957-9570. Kevin Dan alongside Gary St. Jean with you, and we will start with the win over Sacramento on Monday night to snap the five-game skid and improve to just 4-7, and seven, still 12th in the Western Conference. And the first thing I want to start with, Gary, is you read the headlines from Monday's win over Sacramento. They're almost all saying Curry masked the problems of Golden State, which he did. But I, I felt like it almost kind of took what Steph did for granted because, yes, we've seen number 30 do this a million times, it feels like, over the course of now his 14 years in the NBA. But still, when someone goes for 47, 8, and 8 with no turnovers, Monty Poole pointed out in an article earlier this week that nobody – has had that stat line in a game in NBA history, you got to at least give the man his props. We've just been so used to him being superhuman for a decade plus that I think we kind of forgot to stop and smell the roses. And we'll get into the warts that the Warriors have. There are plenty of them. But let's first start with, hey, you know what? Steph was pretty darn good on Monday night. Well, Kev, when you watch Steph Curry... um you think of the all-time great athletes in the Bay Area, and he's going to go down as one of them and uh, enjoy it. It's uh, masterful. It's it's amazing to me. And if you're a little disgruntled with any aspect of the game, whether it's the defense or individuals, uh, just just enjoy watching him and what a performance he put on. And I'm just marveling at all the different ways he's scoring. You know, we kind of pigeonholed him in the in the past you know he's this great three-point shooter but you and I've chatted about the increased strength that he has and his ability to attack the rim finish off the bounce and you know then his movement without the ball when he gives it up and he gets down into the paint where 
then he's so dangerous. You, you, it's unique in the NBA. When he gets down underneath the basket and he hasn't gotten it back for a layup, he's looking to use a screen by one of his teammates, and then he comes out. And then watch out, because then he's in rhythm. Um, I think it goes back to somewhere, that's that guy's name, Larry Bird? Yeah. Uh, did something similar to this. And uh, he probably did it on one of the teams that I was involved on. Um, you know, th- this guy... He's got the respect of everybody in the league. He's he's such a class act, and uh, so yeah, let's go back to what was it game game four in Boston in the final, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was uh, reminds me a little of that. I mean, he just took over the game, and that's what great great players can do. And uh, yeah, I'm just thrilled for him. He's off to a fabulous start. Yeah, and. It feels like, and we've discussed this, I believe, in weeks past, and Bob Myers said this in an interview with Tim Kawakami, I believe, earlier this week. It's always tough to snap a losing skid where you really got to earn it, it feels like, when you do eventually snap that skid. And for me, Gary, I think back to last season's game against the Houston Rockets at home where Steph Curry hit the buzzer beater, where they weren't playing well going into that game. And the Rockets were a team that were well on their way to a, another lottery pick that what turned into be the number three overall pick, and they get Jabari Smith Jr. But that was a game to the very end, to the point where Steph Curry had to rescue them with that buzzer-beating shot. And, and yeah, it, it was just the Houston Rockets, but the Warriors weren't playing well at the time. They were in a funk. And when you're in a funk, kind of the ordinary wins – aren't so ordinary. It takes almost an extraordinary effort to, to get off the schneid. You're being nice. Listen, when you win the championship, um, you know, they all talk about championship hangover. Uh, you know, that a uh, long, long season. And then all of a sudden you get ready for a new, new journey and you have to go to Japan. And, uh, you know, then we fast forward to, uh, you know, the incident with, with Draymond. And uh, so there's been a lot of variables here. And uh, you don't care who the heck you're playing. You're just starving for a win. And uh, they, they rose to the occasion. Sure, there was some controversy, you know, at the end of the game with the fall review uh, on Clay and all that kind of thing. But, you know, Wiggins rose to the occasion again. And I, I'm i telling you, they're going to play Sacramento again soon. It'll be the third time in two weeks and uh you know i'm watching them and and i I like what's going on up there they're they're getting nudged out you know they got beat by single digits almost every game so you know mike brown's doing a good job and obviously fox is a tremendous young player but you know when i look at that game it doesn't matter who you're playing you just take the win and you're happy yeah, the Warriors 2022-23 season is presented by Kaiser Permanente. We'd like to remind you of that. And, and on that controversial finish, Gary, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Clay Thompson fouled Kevin Herter. The NBA last two-minute report came out and said, yeah, it was a foul. And if you're a Kings fan, 
You got to be really frustrated right now because they've really received an unkind whistle. They got jobbed against the Miami Heat earlier this year. Last two-minute report came out and said Tyler Hero traveled on what turned out to be the game-winning three. So that's two losses this season in their first nine games that really, well, it was a tie game against Miami when Hero hit the three, and then Herter would have had three free throws to tie. So it, it didn't exactly would have been a win had the call gone the other way, but they could have at least taken a couple of games to overtime. Well, no doubt about it. And, you know, they had won three of their last four coming into that game. And, yeah, um, you know, Sabonis is, is a heck of a player. And we got our old pal uh, Harrison Barnes up there. And we talk, we're talk. we going to talk about the young Warrior players and the struggles they're having. You know, Murray's had a couple of good games, but he's been very inconsistent. Uh, you know, the only guy to me that's really rolling is Banchero uh, out of the rookie class. Uh, oh, even a lot yeah. of the young players in the league. I mean, it just, it's a maturation process. It takes time. I, I'm, I'm looking, for example, uh, a guard that I like, Davis from Wisconsin. Uh, they're, they're contemplating sending him down to the G League. Yep. And, uh, you know, so uh, it, it's, you know, it's it's getting yourself comfortable and it, it's, a, it's a process. But uh, Sacramento's going to be better. The problem is... I, Kev, if you told me what's going on with Utah and Portland, I would have said you've been drinking some of my wine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's been an unreal start for the Utah Jazz, 9-3. and three. A couple of buzzer beaters for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, as of late, they are looking really good. And, and let's get into to some of those struggles that we've seen from the young guys who are mostly on the bench. And we'll start there because another game, even in the Sacramento one, the starters get off to a great start. They're up 29-17, and they immediately blew a 12-point lead. And by the end of the first quarter, Golden State was even trailing 31-29. to So just a, a, another tough kind of finish to the first quarter. The, the second unit, it was a switched-up second unit from Steve Kerr. And this is what Steve Kerr had to say about the game, about the new bench rotation. First half was uh, basically the way we had planned. Um, and then at halftime, we decided to start Jordan for Loon uh, just to throw a changeup uh, out there. We were not right in that first half. After the good start, uh, we just lost our juice. So second half, it was more just kind of figure it out. But we wanted to start Jordan, see if we could get him going a little bit and spread spread the floor. I really liked our energy uh, in the second half. Um, you know, we uh, we held them to, I think, four of 18 from three in the second half, uh, as, as opposed to maybe 10 for 22 first half. And uh, it just felt like we were making our presence felt um, just with the energy and flying around. So second half, we did enough to get it done. But um, yeah, it was uh, at that point, we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, so Gary, Coach Kerr is right. The defense was much better in the second half. 46 points is what Sacramento was able to muster after dropping 67 on Golden State in the first 24 minutes. But you, you look at the box score, going back to that bench unit, everybody who started was a positive in the plus-minus, and everybody who came off the bench was a negative. Yeah, I wish I could sugarcoat this thing, but, you know, Kev, Nobody played yesterday because of the voting. And this is almost like a mini training camp, I would think, 
three days. Uh, you know, they don't play till Friday. And the Warriors need this. I, I, I think it's going to be good for them. Um, repetition, you know, going through your offense and reading your, uh, you know, your primary looks and your secondary looks and getting getting a good feel. Uh, I just think that uh, the defense, it, it's got to get better. And I would think with three days, uh, they're going to they're gonna really put some focus on it. And like Steve said, they were better in the first half. It's just been these first, uh, either the first or second halves of these games, teams are scoring over 60 points on a regular nightly basis. But, you know, you, you're the wizard. I think the scoring is really up in the league uh, a lot. And so it's not startling when I look at other box scores. But, um, you know, we, we're focusing on those young guys coming off the bench and you know, Kaminga got an opportunity. I, I thought he played pretty darn well and, you know, moody. Uh, and, you know, I think a, a key guy in this whole thing is going to be Jordan Poole. Yep. And um, I just think he's, you know, I'm going to use an expression. You can play too fast. Uh, you got to let the game come to you. Don't chase the ball. Let it come to you and trust your teammates that they're going to give it, get it to you in open areas where you are going to have success. Um you know what, you and I chatted about this. I, I thought whether it was exhibition or early season that he had a thing going with Weissman, you know, in, in the yep. high pick and roll and in situations like that. And and right now I see him pushing. He's, he's trying to make things happen, and he's just got to settle down. He's still a young player. And, um, you know, the focus for me with him is going to be on the defensive end. Uh, you know, is that improving? And these are little things you're going to – Containing the ball, the dribble penetration, that's going to be really, really important for him because you and I talk about it. I, I watch um, The Lion King with my uh, with my grandson, right. William, and uh, it's like being in the jungle. Uh, the lions <laughs> are going to come after you if you don't defend, yeah. and that's the way it is in the NBA. Uh, and I'm looking at Kaminga, and I'm looking at – I see this athlete, but I'm, I'm looking at his rotations – from weak to strong, helping out. Uh, he's he's better, say, on the ball than off the ball. And then Weissman didn't get to play. Well, you're going to say, oh, my gosh, you know, what are we going to do? Just have a little patience uh, because he's going to get a turn again. He, he's not, uh, it, you know, strapped down in that seat down there by the Gatorade cooler. He'll get back in there. These three, day, three days are big for him, uh, you know, and, the guy that's played with the best tempo for me has been Moody. Um, yeah. I, I, out of all four of those guys, I think he may be the slowest, but he has a rhythm to his game. His game makes sense to me uh, on both ends of the floor, and uh, you feel good about him. So, you know, you're, you're playing these other guys uh, that, that are in the two-ways contracts, and those guys have done a nice job. But at the end of the day, it's going to be these young guys coming off the bench that are going to be so pivotal. Yeah, let's get into all of that in more detail after the break. But fans right now, you should know that Carrie Underwood is coming to Chase Center, celebrate her new album at the Denim and Rhinestones Tour with special guest Jimmy Allen. Don't miss your chance to see the eight-time Grammy Award-winning artist. Tickets available now at ChaseCenter.com. We'll take a break. When we come back, 
We'll get into more in-depth with all those young players that, that Gary was just talking about. We'll take your calls all hour long, 888-957-9570, and much more right here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you've just joined us, don't worry. We saved your seat. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. At the Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game. Curry behind the back. Wait, stops it, pops on the way. Reed! Three on the white sideline. Now, here's Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Nation, join us Friday, November 11th at 7 p.m. for the Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, presented by Pepsi. We're also debuting our new City Edition jerseys and celebrating Hoops for Troops Night. Get your tickets now at Warriors.com or call 888-GSW-HOOP. Representatives are standing by. And... Kevin Anna, Gary St. Jean, rocking with you here on Warriors Roundtable until 7 p.m. We're taking your calls for the rest of the hour, 888-957-9570. And before we get into kind of the individual guys on the bench, Gary, I, I did want to get your take on trying to find the right bench combinations and, and the science behind it. You've been a head coach in the NBA. You know what it's like to deal with rotations and kind of what goes into it and at what point do you know whether something's going to work or not? Because, I mean, we could tell the results from what, what's going on right now. Something – you can't keep doing the same thing if you are Golden State. And Steve Kerr said, you know, we are making changes and, and so forth. But at what point do you kind of assess that, all right, we need to change something and, and this is how to do it? Well, in CYO out here in Danville at, at – uh St. Isidore's, uh, Kev, your group plays the first three minutes, and my group plays the next three. And it's as simple as that, but it's a little bit more complicated in the NBA. <laughs> and, you know, Just you can uh, decide whether, and I, a lot of teams do this with, with very key players. 
they take him out after three or four minutes, and then they have him, this key player, come back in, say, with the three or four of the backup guys, and they will be the focal point of that group. Now, you know, Steph, they've, they've done different things with him. He's, he's played the whole quarter. He, he's gone out uh, after, what, seven or eight? And, um, and you look at that crew and you say, well, who is it that you might take off the floor early that would play with the second group? And uh, I, I don't know if that's all defined yet. I, I, don't, I don't have that feel. In terms of, um, you know, getting guys out there, you're looking for a blend. You're looking, okay, who are my best defensive players? I, I'm not going to be – I really want to emphasize this. I think DiVincenzo – and Andre, when he comes back, I think they're going to make a significant defense uh, difference, especially on the defensive end. I think they're going to be really big because we all know what Andre can do. Now, they're, they're not going to ask him to play 30 minutes, but, you know, if he could give them 15 minutes, uh, point forward action, that kind of thing, and, and just anchor the defense, that would be awesome. And DiVincenzo's been around a lot of winning he knows what it's about, having been in Milwaukee. And uh, so I, I think that's big. It's going to take a load off some of these guys. And and then um, you're looking for shooting, okay? And then I'm trying to figure out if I if I got enough size. Can I rebound? Uh, can I contest at the rim? Uh, who's going to run the offense? Now, this is kind of a unique team in that, you know, we've seen Draymond so often at point power forward. We've seen Andre Iguodala at point forward. And, uh, you know, so that, that makes it unique when you look around the league and, and look at the great point guards that we have. Um, you know, it's, it's a very defined guy there. With this team, you know, it's, it's not just Steph handling out in the front. So uh, it, it, the offense, in my mind, when it's cooking, nobody uh, plays the way the Warriors do in terms of moving the ball and moving people. The ball doesn't stick. You know, there's no isos on the elbows or not a lot of post play or isos on the wing or guys hold the ball and say, I got a mismatch. I'm taking that guy. Uh, so you got to get used to playing that way. And for these young guys, it I think it's a big adjustment for them, not on both ends of the floor. Now, I know we want them to play better, but it's going to be growing pains. I, I just think this is the way it's going to be. Well, the the good news with respect to the growing pains is that that bench will get a little deeper on Friday. You touched on it, Gary. Dante DiVincenzo is set to play. He scrimmaged today, uh, Kerr said, and as long as he gets cleared medically tomorrow, he will be in the lineup for at least a little bit against, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they say, according to reports, that Andre Iguodala is close to returning. We don't know exactly when that will be but he it would certainly be great to see Andre get back out there now let's turn our attention to Jordan Poole and you discussed him a little bit before the break Gary but it has been a struggle recently for Jordan over his last four games just 10 and a half points per game his assists have been down a little bit to 4.3 he is shooting under 30 percent from the field and just above 20 percent from downtown 13 to 44 from the field 5 of 24 from beyond the arc and, and and more than that there there are times where he just hasn't really looked for his own offense and kind of the 
confident way that we were used to seeing in the postseason and throughout much of last regular season. Uh, I was reading a C.J. Holmes article from the San Francisco Chronicle, and he mentioned that he pointed out this stat that three times this year already in the first 11 games of the season when Jordan has played at least 20 minutes, he has taken seven shots or, or fewer. And Kerr's mentioned it that – he thinks sometimes Jordan is trying to do a little too much, and perhaps it, it has been a tough balance trying to figure out if you try to get yourself going or the rest of your teammates going. Yeah, you know, and it, it, there's you know the stats don't lie. Um, he's he's kind of off the tracks if if I can use that expression. Um, he just doesn't look comfortable out there, and I talked about his offensive game where he was trying to play too fast. You know, the NBA is an interesting uh, game in that you've, you've got your transition game, which the Warriors love. And when they're good defensively, what is that? what's the reward? You get out in the open floor, and then you get these great-looking shots. You might have Draymond in the middle. You may have Jordan Poole on one side, Steph on the other side, or Clay Thompson. And, you know, in the old days, you'd go in for a layup. If it was a two-on-one, three-on-two, well, these guys are apt to pull up for threes and so they're not getting a lot of that and then you look in the half court game and uh it just feels like he he's he's pressing the issue and he's you know he, everybody tells me that he's a terrific guy and uh, maybe he's feeling that he has to do more that he's got the big contract I, I applaud him the way he handled the Draymond situation uh, nothing but praise for that so sometimes it's uh, it's not physical, it's mental. And uh, the good news is he's got, he's got a guy like Steph Curry. And I watch some things that Jordan does, and gosh darn it, you know, nothing wrong with copying greatness. Uh, I no. see him do things that, that look like it's Steph out there. So, you know, for him, these three days are big. And I he's going to bounce back, the, you know, the, the there's no uh, there's no panic. It, it's going to get right, but it's it's been a struggle. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, the the one thing you don't need to worry about with Jordan is whether he's putting in the effort or not. Bob Myers saying on an interview on ninety five seven the game earlier this week that uh, on Tuesday, you know, it, the the offices were closed down. There was no practice. Everyone, you know, the NBA's effort to get everyone out and voting. But Jordan Poole did get in some work on an off day. He he is tireless. He is a tireless worker. This goes back to the summer in the pandemic year after his rookie season where he was consistently the guy that was there every day getting in extra work. So you know it, it's not a lack of want to and not a lack of effort with, with Jordan Poole. He he certainly is going to put in the time to, to try to correct this little funk that he is in now let's move over to to Jonathan Kaminga because one of the big proclamations after the loss to Orlando is that Steve Kerr said that Kaminga is going to become a part of the rotation he had the great game against the New Orleans Pelicans where some reserves really shined in a more of a starring role especially him and Anthony Lamb who's on a two-way contract he had a big game in that one but then again when the starters get put back into the fold you can't expect Jonathan Kaminga to have that kind of game that he had against the Pelicans he was out there for nine minutes in the first half he had some moments he was also a minus 17 so it is even though Steve Kerr said you know he is a part of the rotation 
there, there still is some some feeling out to do with Jonathan Kaminga. Well, you know, we're, we're going to talk about Weissman, and he was in there, and, you know, they tr- decided to go in the, the other direction playing Kaminga more. And, uh, you know, I've read they're possibly going to play him at some backup five. And uh, defensively, I actually think that's easier uh, for him because he'd be in that paint, and uh, he didn't have to go out there and get involved in any uh, heavy-duty three- or four-man rotations. Um you know what? Ditto on what you said about Poole. I think the guy works hard on out there. I, I like his efforts. Yeah. Uh, I just think, uh, you know, playing minutes, that experience gives you knowledge, and knowledge allows you to play instinctively. And uh, I think he's making little mistakes. And I mentioned this, uh, you and I talked a couple weeks ago about him on the defensive end. Uh, I don't. I don't have a feel right now that he is really just confident. Okay, he sees a play and he just goes. I, I think he's thinking about it a little bit. My gosh, is he a gifted athlete? And uh, you know he can do some special things. But for me, if he wants to play, it's going to be. And I. And I I'm going to say this about Weissman as well. You got to defend, and you got to rebound, and. What you do on the other end offensively, you know, that, that's gravy. Uh, that, that's nice. But uh, at the end of the day, to get on the floor when you're a young player, those are the things you have to focus on. And, uh, gosh, you know, you and I have talked about this. You see the skills. He can make a pass. Um, yeah, he and can. I told, you, I told you the story. He passed away a couple months ago, my old pal Pete Carrill. He used to say, Gary. The guy with the ball has to read the man in front of him. He'll tell you what to do. If he plays off you, shoot it. If he crowds you, drive it. Don't make this too complicated. (laughs) And that guy is one of the all-time greatest coaches ever. And, uh, you know, I feel for these young guys, Kev. You know, because they they got a big heart and a lot of pride. And things aren't going the way they dreamt they would go. And, you know, you might get down a little bit on yourself. And, and that's why it's, the, the, you know, to have a great staff left, led by Steve Kerr and uh, the, the organization being behind you and the, and the great veteran players. Uh, it, on some other teams, you'd, you'd be on your way to sliding down the bench. Here, you're going to get opportunities. They, they want you yeah. to succeed and they want you to do well. So, uh, again, I'm confident he, he's got such a big upside holy moly i mean huge yeah he he certainly does you said you'd like to see him play a little bit of a backup center especially defensively where do you like him best on the court the three the four the five that's to be determined but like i said the easiest spot is probably the five because uh you know, you're back there in the paint, you're guarding your guy, and if, if your teammates are beaten, you're going for dribble penetration. On the other end of the court, he could have a significant advantage because I, I think he's, you know, such a quick jumper. We don't see guys taking mismatches down in the post, so I think he can handle himself against some bigger guys. But where he's going to have an advantage is the fact that he can, if he's got a bigger guy, I don't know, I'm going to use Denver as an example and say Jokic is out there. Well, gosh sakes, if he catches the ball at the elbow, let's go, attack. You know, you can go right by him with that quickness. And uh, 
So that that's to be determined, but um, it's so early, and, and I know a lot of people are frustrated. I was reading uh, Bob Myers, you know, coming out of the office or wherever he is, maybe out for dinner, and people, hey, Bob, you know, across the street, get rid of that guy, bring this guy in, and that kind of thing. Uh, this, this our fan base we've all been spoiled we've we've been around some fantastic uh basketball and it's yeah. going to get better uh, you just got to hang in there this is this is life in the nba well if kaminga gets more time at the 5 that would mean less time for james wiseman and jamichael green most likely and indeed James and Jamichael did not play in the win over Sacramento. And, guys, we, we got the clip. If we could play what Steve Kerr had to say after the game, then, Gary, I want to hear your thoughts on this about Wiseman and Jamichael not getting in that game against Sacramento. That's so early in the season. We have so many games ahead of us. Um, those guys are both going to find their way back into the rotation at some point. But for now, the way we played in the first half was, was the way we decided to go, you know, play a little smaller, a little more mobile, you know, kind of alternating Draymond and, and Loon at the center spot. And um, that could change. Everything could could change, you know, in one game. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep going. We'll see see where it takes us. has been there as a player you know he he came off the bench for years on these fabulous teams whether it was in san antonio or chicago and and i say this and and i mean this i think the top three coaches in the nba are, are greg popovich uh spolstra and steve and uh they're special guys they they have great leadership qualities they really care about their players uh, they bring the best out of their staff. They, they're good X and O guys, special X and O guys. You know that either Steve or one or two of the assistants pulled those guys aside, maybe at the shoot-around, maybe the, after practice before that last game, and said, hey, this is what the rotation is going to look like. And, and this is, to me, a job of an assistant. I, I did this for years. You, you, you know, maybe you watch some film with them, and you say, you know, these are some of the things you need to improve upon. And if you get doing this in practice, you know, it, I can go to coach and talk to him about getting you some minutes, but you got to do these things. This is what's going to get you on the floor. And, you know, for me, uh, it, it's just the communication, the assistant coaches talking to you. And then maybe after that's been talked about, those veteran guys then talking to him saying, hey, you know, th this isn't. We've got 70-something left on the schedule. Uh, that, that's it for a couple games. But if you have three days of good practice here, uh, the door's open to get back on the floor. Let's head to the phone lines now. we got Javier in San Jose. What's up, Hav? Hey, Saint Kevin. I, I've got a question for Kevin. Um, I, I know you've been uh, in the G League for a while down in Santa Cruz, and uh, – Every time I've been to a game down there, I've had a great time. So, uh, Kevin, what are your top memorable moments uh, you witnessed down in Santa Cruz? Oh, good, good question, Javier. Thank, thanks for uh, the, the question. Thanks for the call. I would have to say Kiwi Gardner. He's, a, he's a, kind of a, an Oakland legend. Yeah, the, and the uh, Yay Area's Finest Hoop mixtapes on YouTube, he, he was – a star in high school. 
he had this game in Bakersfield my second year, the second year of the Santa Cruz Warriors, where he was going up against Dennis Schroeder, and he scored 23 points in nine minutes after he was literally the Rudy of the team at that point, Rudy Notre Dame football. He was the last guy to make the team. He was like the seventh to last pick in an eight-round G League draft. He barely made the team. He got mop-up minutes, and then in this game, he just like pestered head coach Casey Hill to get in the game. He gets in there with the team down 18 points, and he brings them back for a victory. It was one of the most unreal things that I had ever seen. And again, he had done the, he did this against Dennis Schroeder, who at the time was in his rookie season, a first round draft pick. And Phil Hubbard was an assistant on that team. He'd been in the NBA for 30 years as a coach or a player, former Golden State assistant as well. And Phil told me after the game, he had never seen anything like it. And he'd seen a lot of professional basketball. So that was, uh, that was just a, a fantastic moment to me. That is, I mean, yeah, I know they won a title, but as far as a best moment, I still think that's the best moment in team history. Well, Dumb Nation, you don't want to miss this game. Join us live at Chase Center on Monday, November 14th, as your Dubs face the San Antonio Spurs, presented by FTX. The first 10,000 fans will receive a Jordan Pool Pool Party Limited Edition bobblehead. Get your tickets now at warriors.com or call 888-GSW-HOOP. Representatives are standing by. We'll take a break. Come on back and take a look at the schedule ahead for the Warriors here on 95.7 The Game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean are holding court. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! At the Warriors' round table. You can't handle the truth! Curry, screened by Draymond Curry, gets free for three. Got it! On 95-7 The Game. Now back to Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Rocking with you here on Warriors Roundtable for the next seven to eight minutes or so before we take our final break and hand it over 
to Chuck Walter and Alan Styles. They'll have you covered from 7 to 10, probably talking some Warriors, talking some Niners. Niners got a Monday nighter in Arizona coming up, trying to get on the right side of 500. But let's take a look at some upcoming broadcasts presented by Ticketmaster. Up next for the Dubs, Friday night at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers, 6.30, airtime, 7 p.m. tip. That'll be hoops for Troops Night. On Veterans Day, presented by Pepsi. Then Sunday in Sacramento, their third game against the Kings in just their 13th game of the season. 5.30 airtime, 6 p.m. tip time on 95.7. Then the back end of the back-to-back, back at home against the San Antonio Spurs. 6.30 airtime, 7 p.m. tip time, presented by FTX. Wednesday at Phoenix, 6.30 airtime, 7 p.m. tip And then back home to take on the New York Knicks, who are getting shellacked today by Kevin Durant, Seth Curry, and the Brooklyn Nets. That'll be next Friday, November 18th, presented by State Farm. And let's take a look at this Cleveland Cavaliers game for a little bit, Gary, because the Cavs, they turned heads last year, made it into the play-in as the number eight seed, got a minor upset, lost to the Hawks in the 8-9 game, so they just missed out on the official postseason. But they're 8-2 and two this year, in large thanks to that trade they made for Donovan Mitchell. This was the trade. I had to look it up again. A lot of pieces to it. They traded away Ochai Abaji, who they drafted in the first round, national champion at Kansas. Lowry Markin, who's off to a great start this year, averaging almost 22-9 and nine for the Utah Jazz. Now, Colin Sexton, who's getting sixth man of the year consideration, was listening to NBA Today on SiriusXM. Eddie Johnson, that's his sixth man of the year. And then three first-round picks and two first-round pick swaps. All for Donovan Mitchell. And you know what? I, I think Cleveland certainly made a good trade, and and it's a good trade for Utah as well. It's working out for both teams because Donovan Mitchell this year is averaging 31 points per game, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, Gary, are 8-2. and two. Boy, that, that's an impressive young team. Uh, they've got four guys there um, in Mobley and Allen and Mitchell and Garland. Wow. Wow. Uh, they're, they're special. And Mitchell, to me, you know, I know he didn't have a great playoff and, you know, there's been, there were questions about him. I, he looks rejuvenated to me. He looks terrific. And Garland was out with a kind of an eye abrasion. And uh, he had to step up and handle even more and, and did a fantastic job. And so I, that young guard combo, you know, a lot of people like to talk about Morant and Bain. And, uh, you know, who were the other really good young guard combos? Those guys got to be in there. They've they've quickly earned that respect. And those other two guys, you know, Allen coming over from the Nets and drafting Mobley, uh, that's today's game. Those guys are long and lean. Uh, they can shot block and rebound, control the paint. You don't get any easy layups. They both run well. They can rebound uh, and adequate scores. Uh, I think Mobley will g- grow to be an even a better scorer, say, than he is now. And I got to give my big kudos to Kevin Love. You know, this guy yes. was a star. And there's not a lot of guys that can accept taking a lesser role and coming off the bench. And I think he's a big, big key to the culture and chemistry of that team. Uh, I, I just have read the impact he's having on all these young guys and how happy they are. You know, it's kind of like, you know, what Steph brings to the Warriors. And so it's a cool story. You know, he's had some, some situations, issues off the court, and he looks to be a happy guy. The great thing I love about him is he and Clay 
played, uh, you know, uh, what, pickup or a sandlot baseball together. Yeah, uh, Little League teammates. Up in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a big fan. Bernie Bickerstaff's son has done a great job coaching. Um, really, really impressive uh, early season performance from this team. And they, they're going to – they're going to be tough to handle in the East. Yeah, that they really are. And with respect to Kevin Love, I mean, it wasn't a foregone conclusion that it would he would gracefully ease into this role. There were a couple of instances where he was visibly frustrated. I mean, he basically threw the ball to the other team in an instance a couple of seasons ago, and you're like, all right, is this the end of the Kevin Love era in Cleveland? And then last year he was such a solid piece for them, and he's shooting 42% from downtown this year with the last couple of minutes we have here on Warriors roundtable gear. I do want to mention Santa Cruz Warriors season is in action and we saw a first happen today for the first time. All three draft picks played together in a game. Patrick Baldwin, Jr. Ryan Rollins assigned to the Santa Cruz Warriors. Baldwin had a really nice second half finish with 17 points and Ryan Rollins had nine points and three assists in the first half, then took an injury in the first half. Didn't, appear to be super serious but did not play in the second half and then Guy Santos who is spending the entire season in the G League as a draft rights guy so the Golden State Warriors hold on to his rights but he will spend the entire year in the G League he cannot be called up by anyone but yep this is the wave of the future Gary and it was nice to see them all get a chance to play together against the Oklahoma City Blue albeit in a loss and I should say Baldwin 15 points not 17 13 of those 15 coming in the second half ah, that, that's terrific you know and when you win the championship and you have the depth of veterans and young players maybe you can draft a little bit out of the box you and I've t- chatted about this so Baldwin who was a, a highly rated uh, player coming out of high school uh, you know injury and he winds up playing for his dad and he's hurt but you know you, you knew that this was a very very talented young guy uh, who had a high basketball IQ. So you're looking for this guy to get healthy and see what he can do. And Rollins at a smaller school, but you give credit on both counts to the to the people that are doing scouting uh, for the Warriors because they go and see these guys and they write up their reports and they come back in and have meetings with, with uh, Bob and, and Mike Dunleavy and the other guys and uh, Larry Harris. And, you know, you say, Hey, we got to keep an eye on this guy. And he's, he's, geez, I went to practice. He's, he's really impressed me. And so they take those guys and, uh, you know, you're pulling for guys like that. That that's, that's a great story. Well, that'll do it for us tonight here on Warriors Roundtable. A big thank you to Cam Williams and Sterling Bennett for helping us behind the scenes. On the other side of this break, you will hear from Alan Stiles and Chuck Walter. They'll have you covered from 7 to 10 p.m. here on 95.7 The Game. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a great evening, everyone. You've been listening to the Warriors Roundtable. Curry brings it through. One hand three. Up and good. On the exclusive home of your Golden State Warriors. Playful and nailed it. 95.7 The Game. For tickets, call 888-GSW-HOOP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 